You are Locked On Panthers, your daily Carolina Panthers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, as always, Julian Council, talking Carolina Panthers with you every Monday through Friday, your team every day. That's what we do here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Make sure to watch the show and subscribe to the show over on YouTube. If you can't check it out on YouTube, that's okay. We're on all the podcasting platforms, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, or Stitcher. You can check out every single episode of Locked on Panthers there. Just make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. And be sure to follow me on Twitter, at Julian Council, where every single Friday I answer your weekly Friday mailbag questions to participate. Either at me at Julian Council, DM me at Julian Council, or leave a comment on today's show, Tuesday's show, Wednesday's show, or Thursday's show, and I'll get to your questions this upcoming Friday. Today's episode of Locked On Panthers is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online, as you cover this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. Let's go ahead and start off today's show by talking about. More rumors surrounding the job security and status of Panthers head coach Matt Rule as he heads into his third season after overhauling his coaching staff following a 5-12 season. That was preceded by a 5-11 season in his first year with the Carolina Panthers. So two 5-1 seasons, a 10-23 record through his first 33 games as an NFL head coach. Not... Great. And a lot of Panther fans, as you know, as you might be one of them, have not been very happy about Matt Rule and aren't excited about the prospect of him returning in 2022, even though I've applauded Matt Rule for going out there and getting Ben McAdoo, a former head coach in the National Football League, by getting Chris Tabor, the special teams coordinator who has been an interim coach in the NFL and has done a fine job as special teams coordinator over the course of his career by going out and getting Paul Pascaloni and getting a lot of veteran coaches like Steve Wilkes, a native son here in Charlotte, who formerly was a DC here under Ron Rivera and formerly one year as a head coach, as the Arizona Cardinals, the staff in Carolina is far better now than it was this time last year and a couple months ago. And when Matt rule decided to come here to Carolina after coaching Baylor to an 11 win season and nearly into the college football playoff, but Matt Rule has not done a great job up until this point, which is why we continue to have the conversation about him potentially being replaced following the 2023 season. As I said, a lot of you wish that would have already been the case. Well, more rumors came out on Thursday evening as Michael McCarthy of Front Office Sports reported that the Carolina Panthers are eyeing a former rival in New Orleans Saints, now retired head coach, Sean Peyton, Michael McCarthy writing on Thursday, the Carolina Panthers are eyeing the Super Bowl winning head coach as the savior who can lead them back to the NFL playoffs and Super Bowl sources told front office sports. The Panthers might be willing to wait a year while the former New Orleans Saints head coach recharges his batteries on TV. Matt Rule is currently entering his third season as head coach of the Panthers. The 58-year-old Peyton currently has TV offers from both Amazon and Fox Sports. So Sean Payton, as we know, has retired from New Orleans after Drew Brees retired, who also has just recently apparently left NBC Sports, have been fired from NBC Sports. He's come out and said, that's not true. Whatever you're seeing out of the media, Drew Brees sucked on TV. So we all know that he probably is not going to be the NBC Sports guy anymore. We don't know whether Sean Payton's any good on TV, but Sean Payton apparently is going to look at those options after 
having a great career in New Orleans and a career where we certainly envy the last couple of years where they won the division every year outside of this past season. And the, what for the last five years and Drew Brees and his Hall of Fame career, the Super Bowl, New Orleans certainly was the class of the NFC South of the last couple of seasons after they overtook Carolina, who had dominated division winning four or five years prior to New Orleans stretch. And he would be obviously an upgrade here in Carolina over Matt Rule, considering that he's won a Super Bowl, He's coached Drew Brees before, and he's had a ton of success at this level, which Matt Rule has yet to do. The article continues to go on to say, though, because there's a kicker with Sean Payton retiring. He's still under contract. So if another franchise does hire Payton, they would have to compensate the Saints since he's under contract through 2024. The cost would be as high as a first or second round draft pick. A Panther spokesperson told front office sports on Thursday, we would not talk or consider a coach who's under contract with another team. Payton's reps could not be reached for comments. So that's the one kicker. And here's the thing, too. If you're Sean Payton, so you're retiring, you leave New Orleans, where they have a good roster. A roster, I would say, it's better than the Carolina Panthers roster. They've since added Tyron Matthew. They added Juice Landry, Jarvis Landry recently, I think on Friday. So they continue to get better. They uh, they drafted Chris Olave out of Ohio State. They're giving their quarterback, Jameis Winston, plenty of opportunities to prove that he's a long-term guy. He also retired, though. After Winston suffered an injury, had to start Trevor Simeon a couple games and even had, of course, start Taysom Hill. And you wonder, Sean Payton got to the point where he's like, all right, I've been coaching a long time. I did have the one-year hiatus with the with Bounty Gate when he was suspended by the league. And he came back, had success with Drew Brees. Drew retired. And now he's looking at it. Do I have a quarterback? Can I maintain in the NFL after going through the pandemic and then dealing still with COVID this past season, especially in that week two game where the Panthers lost, where he missed out because of COVID. Maybe he's thinking about himself. All right. I don't want to do this anymore. Let me take a year off. And a lot of teams out there are eyeing Sean Payton. It's not just the Panthers. There was reports that the Dolphins were going to bring in Tom Brady, then trade for Sean Payton, that the Cowboys, who have always been interested in Sean Payton, would be willing to part ways with Mike McCarthy, who has had to answer questions about his job status after the Cowboys have not had the kind of success at least they would hope to have had with the former Super Bowl head coach with the Green Bay Packers a couple of years ago with Aaron Rodgers. And Matt Rule now is in the same boat having to answer questions, although he hasn't had the same success in the National Football League so far. When asked about the front office story, Panthers coach Matt Rule said it was probably not something that he wanted to hear because who wants to hear something like that, but that it was part of the job and owner David Tepper told him not to worry about his job security. Quote, with regards to that report, first I heard of it, it was Dave called me and told me that it was going to come out. They had called him and there was nothing to it. I know Dave well enough to believe he wouldn't be talking to another coach right now. He came to my house two and a half years ago and told me this is a five-year rebuild. That's what he said to me. He convinced me then to come be a part of it and build it with him. We're not where we want to be. I don't think it's going to take five years. I don't want it to take five years, but those are the words he said to me. The job security talk, y'all, is going to continue until Matt Rule either wins games or loses his job, which at this point seems to be more likely the, the likely the latter to be the top option that he loses his job. And then we no longer have to talk about Matt Rule and whether he's going to stay here in Carolina. Now, a five-year plan, that's something that we need to talk more about because I keep hearing about this. Heard it from David Tepper a couple weeks ago. Now heard it from Matt Rule multiple times over the last couple weeks about some sort of five-year plan. Now, as far as these rumors of Sean Payton, I don't know why Sean Payton would look at Carolina as that's the job I want to take if I'm going to come out of retirement following one season. 
the Panthers, as of right now, don't have an obvious option at quarterback to be the long-term guy. Darnold gets one last opportunity this season. Whether he holds on to the job or not, that remains to be seen. Matt Corral is drafting the third round. There are certain expectations that are typically placed upon third rounders. And as we've talked about over the last decade, only one of those guys has turned out to be a franchise quarterback, and that's Russell Wilson, who now is a Denver Bronco. So Corral obviously could potentially be that guy long-term, but we should all wait and see and give him some sort of time to develop and then turn into that guy opposed to just saying, yeah, he's obviously going to be the franchise when there's already reports, not reports, but necessarily the mock drafts for next season, mocking the Carolina Panthers taking quarterback there in the first round. We'll see how it all plays out. But not having a quarterback right now as we sit here in May, that's obviously the answer, would probably make a coach like Sean Payton, who's not going to come back and be 59 years old, almost 60, and take a job where they don't have a quarterback who can help him win a Super Bowl right now. He's going to want to step in a situation where he can step in right away and then go after the Lombardi Trophy. Maybe Carolina's in that situation next year. The way I look at it right now, that's not the case. It would also be very weird for Sean Payton to have spent all that time in New Orleans and then for the Saints to accept the Panthers' first or second-round draft pick offer. And we're sitting here without a third-rounder and without a sixth-rounder next season. Scott Fitters talked about how we have to save and preserve that draft capital. Do they want to be in a similar position if they trade for Sean Payton, where they don't have a second, third, or sixth round or a sixth round pick that they give away for Payton, which would make or that they would not have in that draft? Last we just saw this past year where they didn't have a second or third round pick until they traded up to get Matt Corral, and then they were supposed to go supposed to go from six to one thirty seven. Do they want to be in another situation where they only have a first round pick and they don't have a second or a third round pick? You can't do that year in and year out, particularly if you don't have a quarterback. Now, the offensive line situation should be figured out now with Icky Aquanu stepping in at left tackle. The problem is the Carolina Panthers are still a team that needs to continue to build. And if it's this five-year build, you cannot give up a first or a second-round pick for Sean Payton. And also, if you're New Orleans, even if you have Dennis Allen, you might like him. He's been there a long time with Payton, and you like your roster. You can't let the division foe take your former Super Bowl winning head coach. So whether the rumors are true or not, and McCarthy tweeted out later after a Matt Rule answered the question saying that I stand by my reporting, it's very possible that the Panthers have are sitting there and waiting for Sean Payton. I don't know necessarily how much of news that is. A lot of teams, as I mentioned, are sitting here waiting to see what happens with Sean Payton. And if they get rid of Matt Rule, if Matt Rule has another five-win season or fails to get this team to the playoffs, then it's very likely that he loses his job. And this is not a five-year plan. And that David Tepper looks at other options and another option and other options out there would be a guy like Sean Payton. So is it news? Not necessarily, but it is a little bit interesting that Sean Payton is a name that is being linked to the Carolina Panthers. As we continue to talk about potential replacements for Matt rule, if there is a needed to be, if there is a replacement that needs there, if they do need to replace him, excuse me, God in 2023, we also talk about, the veteran quarterback and the rumors continue as Matt rules asked about the Panthers interest in guys like Baker Mayfield, Jimmy Garoppolo, Nick Foles, the names that we've continued to talk about for months on end. Now we'll get into that, all that and more here on locked on Panthers. Our partners at bet online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest odds, news and sports developments, including this year's NBA playoffs, major league baseball scores, fights, and even next season's NFL futures. Bet online is your continued source for all your sports waging information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet online where the game starts. 
Okay, so we spent plenty of time talking about Matt Rule's future here in Carolina, whether he'll survive the 2022 season. Will he be here in 2023? That all remains to be seen. And now just a new domino that is fallen is, well, I don't know if necessarily it's fallen, but Sean Payton now being rumored as someone with the Carolina Panthers are eyeing as a replacement for Rule in 2023. The other topic that we talked a lot about is a Carolina Panthers quarterback room. They went out and added to that room, as Scott Federer said that they needed to do, and also stated back at the Combine back in February in Indianapolis, or whether it was in March, either way, he stated that the job is wide open, and it's it's been said since the Carolina Panthers traded up to get Matt Corral in the third round at 94th overall that Sam Darnold would be the starting quarterback for the Carolina Panthers if they were to play a game today, tomorrow, or next week. Well, they don't play a game tomorrow. Or today or next week so there's still plenty of time for matt corral pj walker or someone else to emerge and be the day one starter here in week one against the cleveland browns who we have no idea who might be starting that sunday afternoon for cleveland could be deshaun watson could be jacoby Brissett. it won't be baker mayfield he could possibly be starting here in Carolina as the Panthers have not put to bed any of the conversations surrounding potentially adding a veteran quarterback. When you look at how things are standing as they stand right now, Sam Darnold quarterback one, I guess QB two is probably PJ Walker. Then QB three is Matt Corral. They want to develop Matt Corral and give him time. And they're not going to rush him to play right away. Now, had he been drafted six overall, the conversation surrounding Matt Corral would obviously be entirely different as Panther fans who are already clamoring to see him play would absolutely want to see him play week one, opposed to watching any more of Sam Darnold, which I totally understand. But being a third round pick allows Carolina Panthers a little bit of leeway to develop him and then get him up to speed. If he does in fact, turn into the guy that they want to hand the ball over to to be the starter for them this upcoming season or in the future past that. Matt Rule asked about the Panthers potentially bringing in a veteran quarterback this past weekend at mandatory or at rookie minicamp. He said, we have we want to have a really strong quarterback room, so I don't think we would say no to a veteran at this point. That's very similar to uh, Scott Fitter, who said the Panthers are not going to say no. They're going to continue to look at their options that they want to evaluate the guys having in-house, which they got to evaluate Corral this past weekend, even though it's really drinking out of fire hose as he's trying to learn the offense and just get down the footwork and the timing and all that with – which was a bunch of guys who aren't going to be on the roster because you have a ton of dudes there for rookie minicamp who are just there to try out. Either way, we'll see what things look like over the next couple of weeks as if OTAs and mandatory minicamp. But for me, at this point in time, as I'll continue to say, if Macarell if is truly being viewed as a developmental quarterback, then there's no way the Panthers feel comfortable with the quarterback room heading in 2022 because that means that they have Sam Darnold as their starter, and we saw what Sam Darnold looked like last year, and they've spent – months this entire offseason trying to upgrade from Sam Darnold they have not done that to this point Matt Corral in the future could potentially be an upgrade but right now I can't say definitively that he's an upgrade from Sam Darnold just coming into the league he was valued as a third round pick while Sam Darnold was valued as the number three overall pick yes we've seen Sam Darnold play I know that people don't love when I say that Darnold's more talented than Corral but folks come on just look at the evaluations of the two guys I know that you might think that Macron maybe dropped back because of the off the field concerns. No, Macron dropped. He fell where he, he went where he went because this was not a strong quarterback class in 2018, as we found out, wasn't as strong of a quarterback class as we thought there in 2018. Either way, Sam Darnold has plenty of experience. He's shown flashes of 
competency, even though he has not been able to put it all together. And hopefully he'll do it this upcoming season. If he doesn't, then maybe we'll see Matt Corral or someone else in the future will become the right guy for the Carolina Panthers. But all that being said, P.J. Walker, we know, is not going to be a better option for the Panthers than Sam Darnold. We've seen him. He has not been a better option than Teddy Bridgewater or Sam Darnold. The Panthers had so much confidence in P.J. Walker that they brought back Cam Newton last year, who had to learn the offense on the fly. So there's that. Matt Corral, they want to develop. So that just leaves Sam Darnold as the only guy right now who I think they feel confident in starting week one. How confident is this organization really? They can't be all that confident. They try to get Baker Mayfield. They tried to get Deshaun Watson. They've talked about plenty of quarterbacks this offseason. So at this point, just get it done. If they want to bring in a veteran, bring in a veteran. It makes no sense to wait after OTAs and after mandatory minicamp. It makes the most sense to do it now here in mid-May. Sign someone. Let them learn the offense. Let them get the timing down with the receivers. Build a rapport in the locker room. And then head in to training camp down in the end of July in Spartanburg on the campus of Watford College and duke it out with Sam Darnold and Matt Corral and P.J. Walker. That makes the most sense for the Carolina Panthers to do that now, opposed to waiting until a month from now in mid-June after mandatory minicamp and saying, all right, well, these guys, mm, we don't think they're going to be ready to go here in seven weeks' time, so let's go ahead and bring somebody else in and have them compete, even though, well, they didn't get an opportunity to work with the team and learn the offense and any of that kind of stuff, because that makes no sense at all. If they want to bring in a veteran quarterback, do it now. Don't wait. Just get it over with. If you don't want to bring one in, then fine. So be it. Continue to develop Matt Corral. Hope P.J. Walker gets better. And then hopefully Sam Darnold, the light bulb finally goes off, and he's ready to go and show what was thought of as far as his talent when he came into the NFL five years ago or four years ago, whatever long. Yeah, four years ago. So let's see that. So either get a veteran quarterback now or don't. But still, stop talking about it because I'm sick of hearing about, yeah, well, we're interested. We're not going to say no. It's okay. Well, it's either a yes or no question. Yes, you're interested. No, you're not interested. Just go out there and do it or don't. Okay. Five-year plan. I keep hearing about this five-year rebuild. What is up with that? We'll talk about that here in just a moment on Lockdown Panthers. Guys, I've been telling you all about Built Bar forever now. Imagine dipping your finger into that plastic tub of birthday cake frosting and then opening your eyes and realizing that it was only 150 calories and 16 grams of protein. That is what it's like to eat a birthday cake puff from, from Built Bar. I just received my birthday cake puffs today and I've never had anything like this before. They're available right now and we can't promise that they'll be there tomorrow. So go over to built.com today and get your birthday cake puffs if you haven't tried puffs i'll let you on a little secret because that's what friends do a chocolate covered marshmallow protein bar yeah you heard me a chocolate covered marshmallow protein bar it's delicious covered in 100 real chocolate with 150 calories 15 grams of protein only nine grams of sugar this limited time flavor is an amazing option if you're looking for a healthy way to get flavor and variety in your day go to built.com and get your birthday cake puffs now go to built.com and use promo code lock 15 and get 15 percent off your first order use promo code lock 15 for 15 percent off at built.com A few weeks ago, going into the NFL draft, Carolina Panthers owner David Tepper finally came out of hiding and spoke to the local media as he addressed questions that, well, 
was asked questions about Rock Hill, about the practice facility for the soccer team, Charlotte FC, about the pursuit of Deshaun Watson and all these other things he didn't want to answer. He just wanted to talk about football. And when having that conversation about football leading up to the draft, he talked about when he met with Matt Rule in his home there in Waco, Texas, with his family a couple years ago, back in 2020, that it was a five-year plan. And he felt it would be a five-year rebuild here in Carolina. That's what he thought it would be to get the Carolina Panthers back to prosperity. That's what he said. And the short-term suffering for the long-term sustained success that he promised the fan base and everyone across the Carolinas, across the world, that supports this team. That's what he said. I had never heard anything about a five-year plan until that day. And since then, I've now heard on multiple occasions about some sort of five-year plan. Let's go back to this past fall after the Panthers lost. I forgot who they lost to. But either way, I think it was in the middle of their seven-game losing streak after the five-and-five five, uh, start after they brought in Cam Newton. Of course, 3-0 start to the season, but losing seven straight games and all of the bad vibes surrounding this organization and people calling for Matt Rule's head. One of those afternoons following a loss, Matt Rule talked about how it took Jay-Z seven years to then become an overnight sensation. And people mocked him, saying, we don't have seven years. Yeah, you might have a seven-year deal, but you don't have seven years to try and turn things around here in Carolina, particularly if you go out here in 2022 and have another five-win season. Because 15 wins over three years in the NFL is just not going to cut it. Well, at least that's what we thought until David Tepper talked about how he was stupid, didn't understand football things in the NFL when he first got here, became an owner, how he's learned and he's been humbled and how now patience is key. And they have the need to be patient. That's been the, that was the buzzword that day when he spoke to the media. And Matt Rule is also talking about that patience when speaking to the media following one of the days of rookie minicamp this past weekend there on Men Street said, when David Tepper came to my house two and a half years ago, he told me, this was a five-year rebuild. That's what he said to me. He give, he convinced me then to come be a part of it, to build with him. We're not where we want to be, and I don't think it's going to take five years. I don't want it to take five years, but those were the words that he said to me. I'm looking forward to taking a step this year. I like our football team. I like the way they're working. I like this draft. I have a lot of faith in the people in this building, the way everyone's working, and I certainly have a lot of faith in Dave. He went on to say, that's why I left Baylor. I left a great job with people that I loved and cared about to come here because I believed in and his long-term vision to get this thing done. Do I want stories like the Panthers eyeing Peyton out there? Probably not. But at the same time, I also know a lot of people lose their edge when they write great stories about you. So I'm going to continue to just grind and work and see where things fall. Okay. Five-year plan. A five-year rebuild. And David Tepper also said, hey, maybe it takes six years. <laughs> Matt Rule doesn't have five years. And it's and not even just that the fan base is not going to sit in. Hey, hell, they got to sit here and watch this team be bad for five. If it takes five years and it takes five years, but we haven't seen playoff football here in Carolina since 2017. And there, when the schedule came out and we talked about the other day, we talked about how the Pittsburgh game is going to be a Steelers home game. We talked about how the 49ers game is probably going to be a Niners home game. And who knows? How else things will play out throughout the course of that season? Maybe the Denver Broncos later on in the year turn into a Broncos home game. We know there's a ton of Bills fans who live in the city, and that preseason game will be a good indication of just how Bills Mafia has taken over Charlotte. 
in many ways. That's not positive, and that's not great to think about how going to the year, fans are already talking about how, well, this game's going to probably be more opposing fans because the team likely is not going to be very good. You look at the schedule, you got to play the AFC West, got to play the AFC, sorry, the NFC West, got to play the AFC North. It's the NFL. It's never going to be easy. Any given Sunday, and you might have a last play schedule, that means absolutely nothing because you still have to play plenty of other teams that are capable and we know how to, things turn around each year with teams being good one year and then bad the next. The Bengals weren't great last year, weren't great in 2020, and then went to the Super Bowl last season. And that's a part of kind of poking the holes in this five-year rebuild. You can see a team like Cincinnati be god-awful, get Joe Burrow, and then in his second year, he helps the organization go to the Super Bowl. They draft a guy like Jamar Chase that helped them out. The offensive line was atrocious, and yet they were still over overcome that to the point where they were in position to potentially win the Super Bowl this past season. Just having seen that, why would you think that anyone here in Charlotte or wherever else in the world as a Panthers fan wants to hear anything about a five-year rebuild? It should not take five years to rebuild this roster. It should not take five years to do that. We've already seen now in this offseason – They've rebuilt the offensive line that they've added to the quarterback room. They've filled some of the holes defensively as far as the guys that departed. And it looks like a team that can compete. That did not take five years to do that. Now we'll see when they, when they get out in the field this upcoming fall, just how good this team is, how improved they are. But I don't want to hear anything about this five-year rebuild. I don't want to hear it. And it might be the truth. That might be how long we have to wait. But I have a hard time believing that David Tepper who's already watched four losing seasons as the head coach, as the owner of the Carolina Panthers wants to sit here and watch a fifth one, a sixth one. And then finally in year seven, get to see the benefits of believing in Matt rule and waiting and being patient. Or might it be his eighth year? As you've mentioned that maybe it'll take six years. I don't know. Five years, six years. That's way too damn long to be talking about a rebuild. And I don't like the messaging that's coming out of Mint Street as it pertains to the rebuild here in Carolina. He promised sustained success. The head coach has delivered 10 wins in 33 games. And he has bungled multiple quarterback decisions. He's thrown players under the bus. And he's talked about this brand. When the only brand here in Carolina that really needs to matter is keep pounding. We don't hear we need to, we don't need to hear about being the toughest, most physical team in the NFL. That's what everybody wants to do. I don't want to hear about the brand. I want to hear about the process. I don't want to hear about a five-year rebuild. I don't want to hear about a six-year rebuild. I don't want to hear about a seven-year process in Jay-Z. What I want to see is results. And if we don't see results this upcoming season, then those rumors about Sean Payton might turn out to be true. So we'll see how things play out. But I highly doubt that David Tepper is really waiting enough. He's going to be patient enough to see out a five-year rebuild with Matt Rule. But maybe it's true. Who knows? All right. That's going to wrap up this edition of the Lockdown Panthers podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, hosted by yours truly, Julian Council. Again, make sure to watch the show 
and subscribe to the show on YouTube. If you don't watch it on YouTube, that's okay. You can check us out on all the podcasting platforms out there, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, Stitcher. We are on all those. So make sure to rate, review, and subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. And be sure to follow me on Twitter at Julian Council, where every single Friday, hence your weekly Friday mailbag questions to participate. Either at me at Julian Council, DM me at Julian Council, leave a comment on today's show, tomorrow's show, Wednesday's show, or Thursday's show, and I'll answer your questions on Friday. Just say Friday mailbag and leave me your real name over on YouTube, and I'll get to those questions upcoming later on this week in the meantime stay safe keep pounding and i'll talk to y'all on tuesday